Hello, this is the Skipton Business Support Podcast from Skipton Bid and Rumbles Radio. I'm Stuart Clarkson, and as businesses start to open up again or adapt to a post-pandemic world, we've got a series of experts on hand to answer your questions and provide some help and advice across a range of topics. Earlier in the series, we discussed stress and well-being in the workplace. We've also covered HR issues. Still to come, we'll look at hospitality, tourism, marketing and business reinvention. This time, we're talking about business finance and some of the help available to businesses uh, in Yorkshire. And with us, we've got Mark Wilcoxon, who's a senior investment manager from the British Business Bank. Hello, Mark. Hi there. Pleased to be with you. And we've got Carolyn Frank as well, development manager for North Yorkshire at the Federation of Small Businesses. Hello, Carolyn. Hi, Stuart. So for anybody who doesn't know first, uh, Mark, tell us what the British Business Bank is. It's government owned. Is that right? Yeah, the British Business Bank is uh, officially defined as the UK's Economic Development Bank. So we, I always say we have a really easy task uh, or a really simple task, and that's to help the economy grow. So everything we do is about helping the economy to grow. And, and we, do, we do that by supporting small and medium-sized enterprises. So, so businesses turning over up to 50 million euros. And we look to help them get funding. So we raise awareness uh, of, of various funding sources. You know, traditionally, a business would turn to its bank. But if, it, if a business got a decline from its bank, many, 50%, would give up and, and not look at other sources. So one of the things we do is we try and identify and support other sources of business funding. We also fund directly. So we have a programme called the Northern Powerhouse Investment Fund, which I'm very, very proud of. We fund debt and equity in, in businesses. We start at £25,000 in terms of loans. And we go up to £750,000 and we do equity from £50,000 upwards. So for the businesses out there and the businesses in Skipton, uh, you know, if, if your bank is not happy to support, well, Northern Powerhouse Investment Fund could be one of those programmes. I, th- I think in recent times, um, we're probably uh, more well known in the business community for our coronavirus support programmes. So uh, the programmes such as Bounce Back Loans, C-bills, uh, coronavirus, la- large-scale loan programmes and future funds. So, you know, British Business Bank, we're something like seven years old at the moment. We've invested around £80 billion into SMEs in that eight years, so it's a significant amount. Wow, and we'll get on to some of that uh, coronavirus support in a minute. Carolyn, um, the FSB uh, is nothing to do with uh, Russian spy agencies. Uh, for anybody who watches that kind of TV drama, it's the Federation of Small Businesses, and uh, you're not-for-profit and non-political, but you do a lot of lobbying and basically represent small businesses. That's right. Um, so we were established over 40 years ago, actually, back in 1974, and we act for the self-employed and for small business owners in the UK And we're led really mostly by our members. So you've mentioned the lobbying that we do. We take business issues from from people who run their own businesses and we move those forward with government. So that's been really important during coronavirus. And then the other side of what we do, apart from giving sort of membership, that powerful voice in government, both at a local and national level, uh, we offer members a wide range of vital business services. So that comes really under um, advice, uh, financial expertise, and, and support. So we have a number of um, benefits such as 
um, free business bank accounts. If we're talking about finance, we have a funding platform. Uh, we support um, workplace pensions. We have a scheme for that. We have insurance services. And, and one of the things that um, we offer as a benefit, which has been really important during coronavirus, is our legal helpline and our legal hub where businesses can access a one-stop shop for all the back office and legal support that they need. So everything that you need to run your small business or if you're self-employed, um, can be found through FSB membership. And, and our COVID hub on, on our website and the resources on our website as well, um, try and interpret really the information coming out of government and other information. So we work really closely here in North Yorkshire with partners such as Skipton Bid, Craven District Council in, in your area, but, but also with the local enterprise partnership and, and so on. So working with all the people who can support businesses to pull that information together. It can be sometimes a little bit isolating or lonely to run a small business because you don't have the backup that larger companies have. So we seek to fill that gap. With the pandemic, there are so many different schemes, whether it's furlough or the business grants, business loans that we'll get onto, rate holidays, tax changes. It can be quite complicated for a small business owner. Is the feedback that you get from businesses that they know about everything that is there to help them or is it is it difficult to navigate? I think it's really difficult to navigate because every circumstance is different. So each business has its own unique problems and the information that's out there tends to be more generic. So it's it's really important that businesses do reach out for support. FSB is just one place they can find that. I think in terms of the business grants, our local councils here in York and North Yorkshire have been excellent at getting the information out to businesses and, and cash as well into their bank accounts, which, of course, is, is the main aim. Um, but all the council websites have really comprehensive information. But at some times there was eight different grant schemes um, going on. So businesses are confused about which to apply for. And I'm sure Mark will say as well from British Business Bank or from high street banks as well, you know, which which loans best for your business, which funding solutions better. So just helping to navigate that is really important. But but I, I always say to our members and, and to any small business, you know, the best thing to do is ask and ask, ask experts for help because there is a lot of support out there. And you shouldn't worry alone about it. Mark, I've been looking on your website. You've got a really handy guide that I printed out that's kind of bullet points as to the different loans and, and which ones are for different types of businesses. So there's the bounce back loan scheme and the coronavirus business interruption loan scheme, which there's a, a version for larger businesses as well. Talk us through those and how they work. Where's the money come from? How do people get it? So in essence, British Business Bank provides a guarantee to the lenders. So all the high street banks are, are party to those programmes. And, and we have around 110 plus lenders that we guarantee. So the, the government via the British Business Bank gives a guarantee to the lender and the lender on lends the money. So the, those providers, as I say, from high street banks, Northern Powerhouse Investment Fund, invoice uh, discounting companies, virtually all the lending in the SME market is covered under the CBIL scheme at the moment because of the advantageous terms. So bounce back loans is less than £50,000. So it's aimed at those smaller and micro businesses. Once you need more than £50,000, it's the CBIL scheme. Point to note, though, is that that scheme comes to an end uh, on the 31st of March, that will be closing, and we will be replacing it by a new scheme called the Recovery Loan Scheme. Instead of being two schemes, there will be one scheme going forward called the Recovery Loan Scheme. You can have uh, funding up to £10 million, irrespective of turnover, so it, it covers the small business market and the larger business market as well. 
Uh, each lender will apply its own criteria. Uh, the significant difference to the recovery loan scheme is that the government doesn't cover the costs for the first 12 months as it does with bounce back loans and with C-bills. So that's your deadline. You need to be getting an application in by the 31st of March if you want your first 12 months of cost, interest and fees covered by the government. And just to be clear, so this is not government money, it's it's the bank's lending money, but perhaps if the bank wouldn't lend to your business because you don't meet their, their requirements, this is where you come in and say, we'll guarantee that. It is on these programmes. So so we guarantee the bank. So if, if a business goes to its bank and uh, a business applies to a loan, because of the coronavirus, not many of the banks would have lent to business because of the risks involved. So government stepped in. We guarantee the banks for 80% of the facility. Does it work? Well, we've delivered about 78 billion in the last nine months. So my answer is yes, it does work. And in terms of paying that back, you mentioned favourable terms. Is this a better loan for the business than getting it from their bank? On bounce back loans and C-bills, absolutely, because the government is going to pay your first 12 months costs. On a bounce back loan, you can get a loan period up to 10 years using various deferral methods. So that there are options to take capital repayment holidays. There are options to take uh, repayment holidays in total and extend the period up to 10 years. So the, the current bounce back loans and, and CBLs are very, very beneficial to business. After the first 12 months, the businesses start having to repay the capital and the interest. But you know, trying to find a loan out there with no cost in its first 12 months isn't possible outside this scheme. This might be one for you, Caroline, but are businesses wanting to take on more debt? You know, there might be a business that's fairly new that is already got loans outstanding to take on another loan two or three years into your business is not necessarily what a, a business owner might want to do. So has has there been that reluctance in in some respects? I think in some businesses, there's a reluctance to take on any sort of debt. But the reality is, if you want to grow your business, you have to invest in it. And as Mark said, these schemes have been really, really accessible for businesses that have very favourable terms compared to any other lending on the market. So if you are thinking of investing in your business or you need to you know, cover the downturn in trade during coronavirus, this has been a really useful option. And many of our members have said it's been an absolute lifeline to them. So there's, again, two sort of camps. And the thing with Federation of Small Businesses is that we deal with so many different sectors. There's lots of different views on on any topic within our membership. But I think overall, people have looked at this scheme favourably. And I think since government extended the terms, so banks will be offering um, a longer repayment time, and the longer, um, you know, the, the option for payment holidays and things, it has been a really flexible scheme for small businesses because generally small businesses really struggle with high street um, banks. So this is a, a really viable alternative for them. And, and with it being government backed, there is less risk. So banks are more likely to lend to the, to the business. So it's, it's really the best option for the times we're in. And over the last year, there's been a variety of grant schemes as well. I know the restart grant is one for businesses that are still closed at the moment and might still be a couple of months away from opening. And I suppose many businesses would would rather take the grant money than the loan money because they're not going to pay it back. Absolutely. But the reality of the grant schemes is that it hasn't covered the majority of the um, business community. So lots of people have not been eligible for grants. And again, just talking about that March 31st deadline, if people haven't applied for a grant and they think that they might be eligible, now's the time to apply because many of those initial grant schemes, so the local restrictions support grant and the additional restrictions grant, close also at the end of March. So we're coming to a real 
um, sort of closure point for those emergency funds, the emergency lending and the emergency grant funds. So it's really important that businesses look at their council websites and, and see what they might be eligible for. Um, there's lots of discretion now within the ARG grant, that's that additional restrictions grant. So that's aimed at businesses who don't have premises or might not have been eligible for the other tier restrictions grants that, that were in place um, towards the end of last year. And th then from the 1st of April, the new restart grant, which you mentioned, um, replaces those two schemes. So it's really important the businesses check if they're eligible. And, and then with the restart grants, um, is to really wait and see because lots of councils are going to start paying those automatically as a first wave and then after a week or two weeks they're going to start with an application form so the best thing to do as i've said i'm like a broken record is to look at your council website find out what's happening in your local area because each council area is slightly different um, so for your local businesses, it would be the Craven District Council website and all the information's there. And, and if businesses have any problem, whether or not the members of the FSB, they're very welcome to get in touch with us and we'll try and navigate through with them for their business what, what the best scheme is. This is the Skipton Business Support Podcast from Rumbles Radio and Skipton Business Improvement District. Uh, coming up later in the series, we're still going to look at hospitality, tourism, marketing and business reinvention as well. If you've got a question for any of our experts, you can submit it via our website. Go to rumbledradio.com forward slash Skipton Bid Podcasts. That's rumbledradio.com forward slash Skipton Bid Podcasts. And uh, you can submit your question anonymously or you can tell us who you are and we'll put it to our experts on a future episode. Mark Wilcoxon is with us from the British Business Bank and Carolyn Frank uh, from Federation of Small Businesses. Uh, Mark, if, if I come to you and say, I've tried my bank, I want 50 grand, they won't give it to me. How long does it take for me to get some money via one of the British Business Bank loan schemes? And how many hoops do I have to jump through? I think that's a really good question, Stuart. And I, I would initially point you in the direction of the Northern Powerhouse Investment Fund and our website, which is mpif.co.uk. There's a link on there directing you to our microfund. Our microphone lends between 25 and 100,000. That will put you in direct contact with, with one of our fund managers and investment managers and uh, through them. How quickly? Well, if, you, if you've got the information, if, you, if you've got some basic accounts and you've got uh, a plan, uh, it, it could be as quick as a couple of weeks. Wow. Okay. So that's that's not very long at all. And, and I suppose the thing that might be uh, preventing some businesses for wanting to apply is actually knowing detail of what they're going to do with the money and is that something you need to know for applying for one of these loans or is it just a general come in and help my business with this investment or do i need to specifically say this is what i'm going to spend it on i think what we do through the northern powerhouse investment fund we, we don't just lend the money we 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 are interested in the businesses that we're investing in so you know there's a whole host that we can add alongside investing in the money and and when you start working with our fund managers it's almost that old-fashioned banking relationship that you used to have. They get to know you, you get to know them, you talk about your plans, you look at the investment opportunities going forward. And and that's what the Northern Powerhouse Investment Fund's about. It's, it's about helping businesses grow that may go to their own, their own bank and the bank doesn't like that particular sector for whatever reason, doesn't like the asset, doesn't like the lack of security. We're, we're looking for those businesses exactly as you outlined 
we need 50 grand, we've got a great idea, we're going to buy this piece of kit or we're going to invest in marketing or we're going to invest in a website and this is going to be the impact on our business. We love to talk to them. And you've got a funding platform uh, as well, Carolyn, uh, via the FSB. That's right. It's one of our member benefits and um, it's really easy uh, because it's a one stop form so you fill in your lending requirements and then our funding platform delivers it out to a number of providers and the schemes that Mark's talked about so the bounce back loans the Sybils loans they're in there as well as are the traditional high straight banks and then there's lots of alternative um, funding providers there as well so there's over a hundred different options and it just saves business owners time and it often lowers the overall cost of finance as well so it's it's an access to funding options with a single application which doesn't affect their credit rating either at that first stage so it works in in a similar way to um if you do your car insurance online with um compare the market something like that it's a little bit like that but for funding and and it's aimed specifically again at our membership which is um self-employed and small business owners so um it's it's a really good service and they're also got a helpline so they'll they'll talk through options with you as well it's not just all online because i think um one of the issues we see with traditional high street banks is that unless you're a high turnover business it is very difficult to get to speak to somebody face to face or one to one and um so we have that service for our for our members to kind of plug that gap again for them yeah, I, I suppose it leaves you feeling a, di- a bit disheartened when it's just computer says no all the time. So to actually speak to a human and explain what you want the money for is, is quite good in that respect. Um, I wonder what the kind of feeling is among small businesses at the moment, Carolyn, uh, especially with everything announced by the Chancellor a few weeks ago. So, you know, the business rates holiday uh, is going to end, I think, at the end of June, and then it'll be discounted on a sliding scale. There's the VAT cut for hospitality and tourism businesses. Uh, are these things all been welcomed by small businesses? They have. And I think overall, there was some really good things in the budget that will help many with that final push towards reopening. But really, we we would have liked to have seen um, more, especially on those businesses that have been overlooked for support and um, really on, on employment costs as well to drive job creation. So the furlough scheme has been a, a real lifeline and has been extended in the budget. Um, but as businesses reopen, obviously, they're asked to contribute um, 10% in July, raising to 20% in August and September. So there is still a cost to these schemes of businesses. And what we've seen during during the pandemic is that businesses have really struggled with their cash flow, um, you know, and, and just to be, basically adapt their businesses um, with all the restrictions in place. So it's, it's really important that they, they look to the future now. And, and we're seeing a real change since the roadmap to reopening has been announced there's a lot more confidence within the business community locally and I I think people are being given something now they can plan towards the dates being given was really helpful and and with the they can now plan for those schemes to then taper off and hopefully be replaced with um, customers and turnover again. And I think many of the schemes initially, whether it was loans or grants, were looking at you know the rateable value of a business and whether you had a premises. So those smaller businesses who perhaps operate out of a van with two or three self-employed staff um, haven't necessarily had that support right from the start. Yes, um, they've been able to apply for the additional restrictions grant. So the discretionary grant that we mentioned earlier that councils can provide. But again, not, not all have been um, eligible for that. 
there has been also the self-employed income support scheme which is again continuing until September um, which has helped a lot of our members as well but again uh, self-employed directors as an example have not been given any support for over 12 months and are going to find reopening and recovery really difficult. We were pleased to see the newly self-employed addressed in the budget. Um, those are people who'd filed a tax return um, during 1920 who were previously ineligible for the self-employed income support scheme. They are now included. But again, it's not 100% of self-employed people who have been covered by that. So there are still some really big gaps. And I think nobody expected the pandemic to go on for so long. But it has gone on now over 12 months and it's very difficult to run a business with no income. Everybody has fixed costs to cover. And Mark, you mentioned the Northern Powerhouse schemes. You know, There seems to be a lot of emphasis from the government on, on the north of England and investment at the moment. Uh, we won't necessarily get into the political motivation for doing that. But uh, I wondered whether you think businesses in Yorkshire are in a good place because of that investment in transport and the Northern Powerhouse loans and funding that's all been promised. Yeah, I think the Northern Powerhouse Investment Fund was conceived before the current government uh, talking about levelling up but the the effect the the reason they set it up was exactly that you know the british business bank actually has four regional funds so northern powerhouse investment fund was our first um we have a midlands engine investment fund we have a cornwall and isla silly fund and we also have a fund in, in northern ireland so we, we're very active in in trying to get regional finance and and finance to it to smes in those what we call harder to reach areas you know the the research says and i'm sure the the fsb will back it up if you're in london you know it's dead easy to get money if you're in skipton it's a lot harder to get money because there aren't as many providers northern powerhouse has been uh, investment funds been a real success we we launched it in 2017 with 400 million pounds uh, available to smes across the north in the last budget, we had to go back to the government and say, we're running out of money. Can we have some more money, please? So the uh, government in the last budget gave us another 100 million, which is good news for SMEs in this area. We, we have another 100 million to invest. And, and we're working on what follows, what we call MPIF2, which will, will be significantly larger scale. So investing in businesses in the north is, is clearly on the government's agenda. Uh, we, we have capacity within the existing Northern Powerhouse Investment Funds to help businesses in the region. And we will be around for a long, long time through our follow-on schemes. And as as well as everything the business has been dealing with because of the pandemic, there's also been this small matter of Brexit that happened in the last year. Um, is there any kind of advice for businesses locally who are exporting things or been affected by Brexit or those looking to expand and get to new international markets? Again, there's um, lots of support available. So um, DIT, for example, or again, to contact the local enterprise partnership, they have a dedicated um, email address and hub. We also have a um, EU transition hub on our website with lots of advice there for businesses. So the advice is there. Again, it tends to be quite technical, one-to-one um, -one individual circumstances. But there is also um, funding now from government up to £2,000 vouchers for businesses to apply for if they need help with things like putting new processes in place and, and purchasing consultancy advice for that. So there is both funding and advice out there. Um, again, maybe not easy to find. So, you know, ask somebody um, locally, ask FSB, ask the council, uh, get in touch with the enterprise partnership and, and any of us can point businesses in the right direction to get that very specific um, advice that they need. 
There's also been a really good webinar service run by DIT, um, Export for Growth, and that's a completely free program to sign up for uh, to inspire people to look for new markets. I think um, one thing the pandemic's done is due to the pressure it's put on businesses has made people reconsider their customer base. And uh, they may be looking at exploring new um, export markets, both within the EU and worldwide. And there is help there to do that. Um, a lot of handholding to if you're taking your first steps to export. And I think as well, the, a lot of people have been displaced either by being made redundant and thinking, right, well, I've had this idea for a new business for a while. So the support isn't necessarily all for existing businesses that want to survive or expand, but actually there are financial opportunities for people who want to start a new business from scratch. Yes, um I think in times of flux in the economy, starting a new business is, is something that happens more regularly than normal. I don't have the figures to hand actually for Craven, but we've seen a real uptake in um, you know new business owners coming to FSB asking for our support. And I think if you're made redundant from a position and like you say, you might have had that dream all your life to start your own business. And so you think, right, this is the time to do it. There is support to do that. It's very different running your own business to being employed. And I think people can have the skills and the passion and the dream for their business, but they might not have the technical knowledge that they need. So it's really important that they get support to do that um, from, you know, and I think one of the things obviously um, that the Skipton bid does as well and, and all the local councils, they really do support that because they see it as key to economic development here. The majority of businesses in North Yorkshire are small and micro businesses. So those with, um, you know, zero to nine employees. So it's a really important sector here. And Mark, I guess you're more likely to lend me 20 grand for a brand new business when I've got no track record rather than five million, are you? <laughs> Well, actually, probably. So uh, one of our other programs that I haven't even mentioned is a startup loans company. And it, and it kind of does what it says on the tin. If you've got a great idea and want to start a business, although it varies slightly in that we, we do say if the business is less than two years old. So a startup business or a, a business less than two years old, we, we can provide you with, with a loan up to £25,000 per individual in that business up to a maximum of four individuals, so potentially up to 100,000 uh, competitive interest rates to allow you to start a business. And as, as we were talking about earlier, what it, it's all right lending the money, but what else comes with it? So there's a mentoring program comes with the money. So you have direct access to mentors uh, that can help you and take you through those stages that Caroline was talking about. We've recently partnered with the Open University so our startup loans companies can access Open University and formal online training. So it's it's a fantastic program. And it's been really interesting through the pandemic because, as Caroline says, demand has shot up. We're seeing a massive increase in inquiries, a massive increase in registrations on the startup loans website. And, it, and interestingly, the, those don't seem to be from people who've been made redundant. Those are the people that Caroline's talking about, those who've always had an idea want to take the opportunity and say you know in the if i can make it successful in the middle of a pandemic i can make it successful anytime so we're really busy at the start of loans company and if you if anybody listening has got an idea again everything's on the website startup loans company website lots of information on there for anybody who's looking to start a business and uh, same goes for the FSB website, I guess. Similarly, yeah, we have a, so if you go into our website and search startup or new business support, uh, we have a form, um, again, that people can fill in and it, it sends them lots of links and 
just drives them to the right place. There's so much information on our website that you can sometimes get a bit lost in it. So definitely go to the thing you need by using the search function and and or ask, pick up the phone. Our customer services are um, there to to guide people. But but definitely we would say. Mark mentioned mentoring, and I think that what we see is if people start up and they, they've got their head down and they're trying to run their new business alone, those are the businesses um, that are less likely to succeed. So we say reach out, you know, speak, speak to as many people as you can, get a good accountant, get your bookkeeping and things and your business plan um, in place from, from day one, really. And you have far more chance of being a successful uh, small business and, and a longer lasting small business. Uh, and the uh, website is fsb.org.uk and uh, the British Business Bank is at british-business-bank.co.uk or just stick them into Google and you'll find them. Uh, Mark, Caroline, thank you very much. Uh, I think we've learned a lot, some great advice and um, there's lots of help and support out there, which I think is the main message to take away. Excellent. Thank you. This was a podcast from Skipton Bid and Rumbles Radio. As we've said, future episodes still to come in this series will cover topics including marketing and tourism, hospitality and business reinvention as well. You can send in your question via rumbledsradio.com forward slash Skipton Bid podcasts and we'll put it to one of our experts on a future episode. Don't forget to subscribe via your podcast app to get the next episode as soon as it's released. And thank you very much for listening. I'll talk to you again soon.